Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Paranormal Hotline. Paranormal Hotline is your weekly dose of the strange and unusual, the spooky and haunting, curated and brought to you by two weirdos, What Is Us. Hey. <laughs> Paranormal Hotline, sponsored by this strange glowing rock in my backyard, all hail its lustrous sheen. I'm a weirdo. Anyway, uh, uh, my name is Oshin and I'm joined by my co-ghost Kaylee. Hello. I wonder if people like wait for your episode just to see what the fuck you're going <laughs> to say today. <laughs> Well, today the, the, the glowing rock told me that it was time to plug it, so how are you, Kaylee? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I, I'm i doing good. I'm. Are you ex- sure? I am indeed. Okay. I'm excited for our holidays. Oh, yeah. Which we might be on at the future when this yeah, goes out. Yeah, by the time this episode comes out, that's true. So we have a holiday coming up, and part of that is in a theme park, and that got me wondering about haunted amusement parks, which got me researching them. Uh, specifically ones that are still open not like abandoned ones or ones that are closed oh uh, because abandoned and closed are two different things in my head or something right right <laughs> uh, you know I didn't want disappear down a list of like you know top 10 haunted abandoned haunted amusement parks 3am most cre- you know there's most like cre- 10 of them around Chernobyl I for some know. reason <laughs> yeah yeah ones that are on the go and people can go to them and people report the ghosts and it's not just necessarily some explorer going through some ruins and then getting spooked yeah uh, no those hauntings are valid um, and exploring is real cool but it wasn't what I was after today I do know that Disneyland launched a campaign a couple of years ago to fake a bunch of ghost sightings at their parks oh there was a load of videos I remember seeing them before it was even announced that they were fake of like security camera footage of like a specter walking down a, a <laughs> set of steps in Disneyland and at the time I was like that's so cool <laughs> but then it was released that it was all fake it was and that, yeah it was just a marketing thing that they had done really sneakily because yeah. it was in tons of like top ghost sightings <laughs> and there was dedicated videos to just hauntings at Disneyland it was really clever but really sneaky well if there was ever someone going to be able to pull that off it was going to be Disney I think yeah like, and like you know that's kind of the new hot marketing as well that whole sort of viral like, yeah yeah where you, people just market it for you then the stuff that they developed in for the Haunted Mansion like some of that is just so good it's, yeah it's like, so cool we're t- I'm talking about a different uh, amusement park today uh, so I'm talking about Kings Island and that's uh, that's in Ohio in America it has 14 roller coasters and also some ghosters ooh do you see what I did <laughs> ghosts Kaylee I got it I got it <laughs> so there's reports of hauntings and um, related to some park deaths which happened in the past back in 1976 a safari ride ranger was mauled by a lion what there's some other incidents but i wasn't going to gloss over a lion mauling uh and that's he's kind of one of the lesser talked about ones yeah he's like oh yeah i saw you know the ranger or what have you it was just mentioned that he's one that people see but not one of the major ones that people see I'll go into those now uh, later on the park is also built near a cemetery from the 1800s uh, so Kings Island the park and the area is called Kings Mills it's named after the Kings Company Powder Mills oh this is where they made gunpowder and manufactured ammunition in uh, 1890 there was a huge explosion uh, when when it was set off by two rail cars 
clouded when they were full of oh my barrels God. of gunpowder. Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus. Um, and that killed 12 people. Yeah. And so they oh would my have God. Been they're they're basically cemetery. like giant bullets colliding, basically. Um, and by the time that uh, the powder mills, you know, they were b- bought by another company then and used uh, to manufacture anim- ammunition all the way up to 1944. So for World War I and World War II. Um, so by the time that they finished production there, 21 other people had been killed in the explosions. Jesus. Um, explosions were really common there. And, well, yeah. <laughs> and almost routine, as routine as you can get without expecting it to happen. I read that buildings in the factory, at least in the early days, they were designed uh, that they could be rapidly rebuilt. Oh my God. Uh, and then that in the local news, only violent explosions were reported, like reported on. So in the area, there is a vibe of historical death about the place. And somebody saw that and was like, let's build it a theme park. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly. <laughs> um, but, you know, some people go, oh, hey, you know, we saw the ghosts and you know, the, some of the ghosts from the, the powder mills sort of thing. Oh, my God. And that's understandable. Uh, I, I imagine it's really easy to have unfinished business if you just get caught in an explosion. Yes. You know, kind of everything at that point is unfinished business. But like, so whether it's the energy of that violent event causing them to appear, you know, like we were saying earlier in the in another episode, or even just the memory in like the locale that... Just the stone tape. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this. Yeah. Or is it that, you know, people know that there was this big violent event and then it's like them thinking about it as causing yeah. it, you know? I'm curious if anybody like smells gunpowder, you know, the way like sometimes when horrible things happen. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's interesting as well because like the area of the powder mills and kind of where they made the uh, ammunition, they ha- they built this huge tower basically, uh, which was for dropping bullets. Um, because before they had particular tooling, what they would do is they drop molten lead at the top of, say, like a 200-foot tower. Yeah. And just by the fact that surface tension will cause it to form spheres on its way down, it would land in water then. So that was the only way of making, like, spherical bullets. That's bizarre. I would have just assumed, like, casting or something or uh, well, this, this is a much, much more quicker way of e- doing efficient it. But way, you, needed, yeah. you needed a huge tower to do it. Yeah. But so um, so there's that, and then there's other, the other buildings, but... They they've all been closed since, but it's a, it's people go there now for exploring urban exploring. Um, oh, that's really cool. And they see there's a degree of haunting about it, but also then um, an analysis was done on like the soil in the area and stuff, and like just all the various chemicals that were used. Yeah. Um, and like you know, since then the place has burnt down like a few times as well, just just by the like the powder in the air almost the like, residue. Yeah. Where in Ohio is it? Uh, it's it's Kings Mill, Ohio. It is upriver <laughs> from Loveland, Ohio. <laughs> it's very close. It, that's the team up, that, uh, the extended universe. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me wonder, did the frogs have anything to do with the explosion? <laughs> Who could prove it that a frog didn't come in with his little magic wand and just... <laughs> the wand is just... <laughs> It's just a gun. Because the wand just emitted sparks. Any accounts of it, it just shot sparks out of it. So if you send a sparky wand frog into an <laughs> ammunitions warehouse, that's catastrophe. <laughs> that would definitely leave ghosts. 
Yeah. You'd have to haunt someone and tell them. Yeah. The frogs did. Hey, man, the frogs did. <laughs> Sorry, I have a small obsession with the Ohio Frogmen or something. They're so good. <laughs> Definitely my favorite cryptid. They're so good. I love them. <laughs> Someday I'm going to go there. Friends, if you're enjoying the podcast, you can help it out. We have the Patreon up and running. You can donate to us on the Patreon. A little goes a long way. You get access to our Discord. And we won't have to be so reliant on the glowing rock in my garden. I need to get rid of it from my life. So please help. Not the Discord. No, on the Patreon. I'm having a midlife crisis, which is not good for my life expectancy. You're like in your early 20s, man. Exactly. You can also help us out for free by rating the podcast wherever you listen to it, which doesn't take long. And that does go a really long way. You can follow us on Spotify. That helps us and it'll also make your life easy. We're also on Twitter where you can follow us there and stay up to date uh, and see other spooky things we post. That's at Paranormal HL. Back to more ghosts. And frogs. And frogs. Well, uh, more ghosts anyway. At the Park of More Common Sighting, and this is one that has a consistent description, is the ghost who has come to be known as Tram Girl. Tram Girl? Yes. Ooh. Tram Girl is described visually as a little girl wearing an old-fashioned blue dress. She is said to be a friendly thing, not threatening or scary. She's just kind of there. She got the name Tram Girl as she is reported by the park tram drivers who see her after the park is closed. Oh, that's as, terrifying. As they're driving the tram back to the, the depot. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. See, essentially, she runs out onto the tram tracks and plays chicken with the tram. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> is that how she died? I wouldn't be shocked because that's a good way to die. <laughs> When they stop the tram and go outside to look for her, she's vanished. And like one case was a guy tried to stop and he reckoned he didn't stop in time. Oh. And when he went out to see, it was just, there was nothing see there. See if there was any carnage. Yeah, the carnage. Yeah. Um, local paranormal investigators uh, call her Missouri Jane after a grave in the cemetery, previously oh. mentioned, of a girl named Missouri Jane Gallinor. So the cemetery is still there. The cemetery is nearby, yeah. So oh, it's, nearby. It's, the park isn't built on the cemetery, oh, but right, it's, it right, is right. nearby. Yeah. And it's an, it's an old cemetery. Okay, okay. So they reckon just from the name and the age that it's her? Yeah, so she died in 1846, aged five. Oh, bless. That's awful. Uh, and psychics claim that she is sad seeing other children having fun in the park without her. Miserable. That's really sad. I don't like that. That's the kind of thing, like, if if you can pick up on that, why would you tell other people, yeah. you know? <laughs> I do know that. Have you ever heard of the Sally House? That's relatively local to us, isn't it? No, it's in the States somewhere. Okay. I can't remember there, where. There is, I think there is a local Sally House oh, is as well. There? Yeah, oh, I think cool. it's just a, a place name. It's probably a pub. <laughs> it probably is. There's a place over in the US, um, it's just called the Sally House. It's right. notoriously haunted, but the family that were there saw a little girl in a blue dress oh. and they I think a psychic told them that the little girl had died there and that she was sad and they bought her the teddies and stuff like that and then it turned out to be a demon <laughs> in, in the form of a little girl and it started like attacking the people in the house so it's so hard to tell when you yeah. have like a little girl ghost if it's a demon taking the piss 
or if it's actually genuinely a child. You always need to vet your ghosts yeah, before like, you give them gifts. Even a, even somebody who's a medium or a psychic would not be able to tell the difference. Like they can't tell if it's a demon. Like they might be able to if it's a I don't know if it's got bad energy or something. But this little ghost seems like it's tormenting the tram driver. So I'm like. Uh, are you an innocent little girl? <laughs> well, from all the descriptions I've read, it seems to be quite lighthearted and only having fun. It was just, just like a demon. <laughs> yeah, and it also is kind of like there is also just a general seeing of her as well. It's not just the tram drivers, but yeah. a lot of the reports, especially with the antics, the yeah, yeah, are yeah. from them. Another well-known ghost is Tower Johnny. Tower Johnny. Yes. Do so they all have like a names for locations in the park, pretty much. Or like things they're seen near or all. Kind of, yeah. So one of the attractions in Kings Island um, and are a landmark, it's the Eiffel Tower, like, but at one third its scale. Oh, why do people like doing that so much? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've been to Paris twice. I've never seen the Eiffel Tower. I have no interest in it at all. <laughs> well, a lot of people do have interest, it seems. They keep on building so them weird. at different sizes. Yeah, various sizes. <laughs> Uh, so yeah this one has like observation platforms and elevators going between oh, them oh right that's cool and the ghost of John Harter is said to haunt the tower and the surrounding area this tragic backstory is as follows warning the follow is a graphic description of things I'm sorry it's quite tragic on May 13th 1983 yes it was a Friday oh my god it's Friday the 13th yes John Harter age 17 <laughs> and some of his classmates were having they're out for grad night in Kings Island uh, they were going to graduate soon so they were having a party he was reported to be drinking which is what what do you do on your grad party uh, and at some point around 10pm he kind of splits away from his friend group it's reckoned that he gained access and climbed the emergency stairway from the tower's 50 foot platform towards the 275 foot platform near the top of the stairs he must have climbed over the railing and out onto one of the tower's uh, support beams. He was struck by one of the tower's elevator counterweights as it was going up, so the lift was going down. Yeah. Uh, he got tangled in the cables. Oh, God, no. Uh, and no. it's re- reported that the elevator's passengers, they felt like a funny hop. When the operator took the elevator back up, the counterweight began to descend, freeing him and causing him to fall 200 feet down the shaft. Oh, my God. Landing on top of the elevator, he died instantly. Now, this is the bare bones and the most realistic of account what happened, summarized from an inspection report of the autopsy. Uh, stories, of course, grow legs, as they're told from yeah. person to person. And some of the tellings have him, have him getting decapitated or, you know, really bad cut up. Uh, I think that's bad form because yeah. it's, it's in it's a genuine, very recent yeah. history. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. still in memory like I was reading stuff by people who had seen it you know oh they were there on God. the day as a result of this incident the Eiffel Tower in Kings Island is said to be haunted by the ghost of Johnny he's been reported to be seen on the tower at closing time which is a te- time when no one would be up there the staff wouldn't be up there there wouldn't be any guests yeah he gets the blame for electrical malfunctions in the park <laughs> on all the park yeah god uh, the staff call it like trip sensors that have no reason to get tripped it's like oh. you know it's like a rogue trip they call them johnnies oh my god no no uh, I've read accounts mentioning the terror elevators moving on their own and gates swinging when there's no wind I don't like this imagine if you were his family though and you found out that that's what they were calling it you know That'd be awful. None of it. I don't think any of it's done in, in like bad spirit. Yeah, it's not I like suppose. they're not like oh angry at a Johnny. Like you yeah, know, it's just yeah, kind of yeah. like. I, I think 
from what I've been reading, people are kind of like, oh, did you see him? It, it, I don't think there's any malevolent thing about it. Um, from it is a really tragic backstory to just it's like, a, oh, yeah. hey, there's a haunting. It, that and that's kind of the case with a lot of kind of more recent ones, you know. It's true, yeah. Any sort of thing in in like that was in the seventies. Yeah. Or, uh, sorry, that was in the eighties. So yeah. So so while a tragic backstory it doesn't seem that there's any bad vibes about it and anyone that does write about seeing him seems to be kind of like not 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 in a bad way you know yeah. it's not like not spooked yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, there he is sort of thing that's so such a really tragic backstory it's probably one of the worst ones I've heard in a while yeah. usually it's just like a murder or well, not that that's not a bad thing uh, this is just really gruesome I think yeah and traumatic it, you know like, on, on quite a at what would be a nice time you know yeah yeah there's another child ghost that appears on the wooden racing coaster Ooh. so racing coaster is like two carts going down at the same time against each other he appears in white and guests alert the staff to a boy wandering near the tracks that's how he shows up a lot of the time oh okay where he's like he's not supposed to be there obviously. yeah and people are like oh hey uh, there's, a, there's a kid out there walking around you know so they kind yeah. of that's where they get reported kind of like people worrying for him they don't necessarily see him as a ghost supposedly Two of the four cars on the coaster are from an older ride from Coney Island called the Shooting Star. The story goes that a boy was found dead on the tracks of the Shooting Star. Here we go. <laughs> having been killed by the cars. Oh my God. Uh, so this has been quite a while ago. Uh, kind of the 1900s. Oh, okay. The start of. Damn. That was an old, old roller coaster. That's very old. Uh, so they just reused the cars and a lot of that roller coaster is kind of from that one scrapped kind of yeah Um, the ghost is known as Racer Boy and the ghost is known as Racer Boy and since the 90s he's been reported to show up in the tunnels and standing next to the tracks that would be so scary though imagine if you were on the roller coaster and you saw somebody standing like really close to the tracks enough, yeah. close enough to nearly get hit like yeah, that, that's almost as bad as like something bad happening to you on it instead yeah. of like just be witnessing something yeah like, exactly you know? you're gonna witness something traumatic like if it hit somebody I don't mean to put us on a holiday downer <laughs> yeah with, man with, we're supposed to be going on roller coasters like next with, week with all, yeah with uh, <laughs> chat all this death in amusement parks um I was aiming for the ghosts you have to make ghosts <laughs> You have to make ghosts. You have to have trauma to make ghosts. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't mean go out there and make ghosts. Don't do you know? it. No, don't. But I'm saying ghosts come from somewhere. Do you think of the park ghosts? Do you think that each of them their own cause because all their backstories are tragic in and of themselves, or do you think it's like an area sort of thing with the place? Like the vibe of the area is just like charged because like yeah. it's next to a cemetery. And I know it's a cliche, but it's like yeah, yeah. It must be a cliche for a good reason. And like, well, they say that like places with high energy tend to have a lot of paranormal events. Like when you right. have like amusement parks, or whether it's a theater or anywhere that's kind of high energy, kind of tends to have a lot of paranormal events for some reason. So I don't know if it's something like they're ghosts can kind of feed off the energy or mm. what but you know like i said earlier with disney as well like it is popular at the minute to have ghosts at your theme parks yeah uh, for some reason i don't know why <laughs> people like the stories of ghosts at theme parks so it attracts more crowds so i don't know i don't i can't say for certain obviously but they could be using it yeah i would really hope that they're not because like you'd hope so the for instance, John Harder, he there is newspaper articles. Yeah, yeah. Around his death, and 
that would be so bad to try yeah. and leverage that. Yeah, that's for, true. For advertising. Really cool though. And when we go, whenever we do go to hunt the frogmen, yes, we gotta go to King's Island now and yep. see all the ghosts. Yep. In general, I want to say that roller coasters are really safe. Um, like they're designed with safety as their number one purpose. That's coming from you, and you're terrified of roller coasters. <laughs> I, I am. I've been. I've been trying to teach myself otherwise. Yeah. Um. By listening to ghost stories about. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, you know about roller coasters. My fears with roller coasters have nothing to do with like the danger of them. It's not like oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> or oh something is going to go wrong here because I trust engineering okay and I, I trust that like they're tested daily yeah um, it's more so like I, I'm afraid of like the feelings I'm about to experience My like there's like ooh I'm not ready for that you know yeah 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 that's all I have for this week um, thank you for tuning in and listening if you like the podcast suggest us to your friends and family and we would really appreciate that if you have any personal ghost stories that you'd like us to read on the podcast, send them to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you have any stories you'd like us to cover, send us an email. We'll get back to you. Stay safe and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.